Yeah, I don't like the corruption that's going on in the city. We pay way too much in taxes and nonsensical taxes that I don't care about at all. And other states don't have that. And after experiencing it and witnessing it firsthand, I decided that Chicago is not the place for me to live. We, the people of Chicago, Illinois, will now speak about Chicago's black exodus. Sometimes I think about it, and then the weather warms up, and then I change you know, my mind. No, it's like a combination <laughs> of everything, but I feel like all the things that upset me about Chicago are also happening everywhere. But um, I like the sense of community here. That's why I stick around. Well, being from Chicago, I love all of the opportunities that it brings about. But one thing that I don't like specifically is the weather. And then um, I guess kind of like the culture of the city. When I was younger, I didn't experience what the culture of the city was. But now that I'm a little bit older and I work in corporate America, um, there's just like the mannerisms of the people and the attitude of the people I don't particularly care for. And so for those reasons, I want to move. Since 2006, Chicago has had a declining black population. And as a lifelong black Chicagoan, I want to understand why people who look like me seem to be leaving this city in droves. In order to do this, we are going to go back and then come to contemporary times. This is Rebel Radio 6. I want it to be rooted. This is the podcast that you'll never look back on Oh oh, it's Rebel Radio and now let's get to the show it would behoove me to apologize for my singing because it's not the first nor the last time you hear it as you've picked up I like to sing although I can't do it very well but the reason why I wanted to use that song in today's episode is to pivot into talking about tradition culture and black heritage so there's this oral culture in my view that has been passed down from generation to generation of black people and this oral culture includes music like the song i sang and also phrases such as bye felicia which we as millennials know came from friday and we're going to pass that on to the next generation so that it will also narrate the soundtrack of their lives and i wanted to talk about these things as a way to set up context for talking about Black Chicago. To understand why there's an exodus of Black people in Chicago, we have to understand the genesis. And now story time. That, my friends, is the sound of a paintbrush, which means it's time for Art Echo. Four groups of Black people many with suitcases in their hands, appearing to be in a rush. But what are they rushing from? Where are they going? This is an image from Jacob Lawrence's Migration series, and if we look at another image in the series, we get a few more clues about these people's backstory. Three gates. All very narrow, and with troves of people pushing to get through these narrow gates. These gates say, Chicago, 
New York, St. Louis. But why would this big group of black people want to push through these gates to get to the north? What could possibly be behind them that they want to leave there? Maybe I should ask my grandma this question. Because in a story she recounted to me, she talked about being three years old and her family getting on a train from Mississippi to Chicago because they saw a lynching and that was a catalyst for them to come here. And for many black Chicagoans, this story might resonate because this is our history. Black people came to the North seeking freedom, but now that we're here, one question remains, are we really free? That's a whole lot of art. In order to allow all of it to digest, let's take a passing period into the next segment. I, I thought about leaving um, Chicago, um, one, because of obviously economics, just the uh, prices of everything, just taxes. The taxes are really, really high here, you know, and it's like... Um, they, they got taxes on ridiculous things. Like, you've seen that they had the sugar tax. That didn't work out because they tried to put it on just... They tried, they tried to put it on tea. Like, dude, yeah, it, it, it didn't register. And then, obviously, uh, the crime, you know. Uh, I don't know whether or not I'm going to come home someday. In one poem, I spoke to this when I said, Before you militarize and mobilize, analyze. Wisewood used to be a safe haven during the Great Migration, now a destination for internal and external lacerations. We need explanations because we can look at Laquan or we can look at Hadiah, who were both severed by a bullet. There's this lack of hope that can result from all of these problems we face, and by we, I'm talking about Black Chicago. However, there's also a sense that we have built this city because Chicago was founded by a black man, DuSable. Ida B. Wells came from Chicago. Richard Wright came from Chicago. And we just have a vast repertoire of legends and of culture. And this is a city that has really fueled many people's artistic drives, including myself, because without Chicago, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I wouldn't be the artist I am today. I know the world is bigger than Chicago, and I have thought about leaving. I actually did leave for undergrad, but I still feel a sense of commitment because this is the city I grew up in. So I get it. I get the violence thing being a, a reason to push people away, but for me, I mean, it's still the city I still like. I just love it too much, and I feel like it's just giving me too much. So I feel like this is my home base, which is what keeps me here. And my family grew up here, and I see some of the uh, areas that can be improved in Chicago. When thinking about what could be driving an entire population of people out of a city, there are many things to consider. Some people are just tired of the structural racism that we face and they just want some peace of mind, while others want to fight this structural racism because this is their home. This is the place they've known their whole life. And to me, both sides are valid. But if you're a black Chicagoan, a sociologist, or just anybody with a thought on this topic, I want you to consider this question. What could be driving black people out of Chicago? While you think about that, head on over to Block Street, because if Block Street could talk, 
it would say y'all don't show it no love. I came to tell you about a way that you can continue engaging with today's topic. If something really stood out to you or shocked you or pissed you off, go to rebelmedia.com backslash rebel-radio and hit the button that says leave a comment to leave a comment. But before we go, let me list three ways that Black Chicago has resisted the structural racism. Number three, Walter H. Diet High School. So in 2013, our lovely former mayor, Rahm Emanuel, who was interpreted by some as a racist, decided that he was going to close 50 schools serving majority black students. And Walter H. Diet High School was slated to be closed, but because of the work of teachers, parents, and students, the school was kept open and transformed into a performing arts school. Number two, Ida B. Wells Drive. Now, I've talked about my girl Ida on a couple episodes because I just want to say that I am inspired by the work that she did, and that's why I'm constantly talking about her. And when I saw that they renamed a major street in Chicago after her, I realized that that was the work of activists in Chicago preserving our history. And finally, number one, the Laquan McDonald case. So in 2014, the year after the school closings, Laquan McDonald was murdered when he was shot 16 times by Officer Jason Van Dyke. This case was important for Black Chicago because it symbolized a gross injustice where a teenager was murdered and the city covered it up. As with every episode, the conversation is just getting started. To continue engaging with this topic of Chicago's Black exodus, go to our blog and stay tuned for my documentary, Red. Thank you to all my returning and new Regal Rebels, and thank you to everyone who contributed. Until next time.